Oh, hey, thanks so much for joining me on the Cocktie Podcast. I'm your host, Gary. In case you're new to the show, I'm the editor and body paint artist here at Fortnerd.com. Now, you might be asking, Gary, why haven't I seen any of your body art on Fortnerd? Well, folks, I'm going to level with you. I'm pretty shit at it. Um, maybe I shouldn't use latex paint? Anyway, um, you may have seen me as DM for Quest for the Cure or on Ice Holes, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, as Cicero on Cyberpunk Independence, or sailing on the SS Failboat over at Talon and Claw. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the show or follow us on social media at fortnerd.com. That's fortnerd, D-O-T-C-O-M. Or both. Both works for me, but whatever works for you is totally fine. There's a bunch I want to talk about this week, so let's get into it. Jasper's Game Week is a go. Starting on Friday, Jasper's Game Week has run more than a dozen games in support of fundraising for suicide awareness and prevention. They started on the D&D Beyond Twitch channel, moved over to Mini Terrain Domain with more yet to come. There are incredible players and DMs still yet to play, so check out jaspersgameday.com for more information. If you love TTRPG streaming, you won't want to miss Game Week. There's tons of good prizes available, so please do check them out. Now, if you follow us on social media, and if you don't, why not? I thought we were friends. You'd know that Talon and Claw is currently running a Kickstarter for 11-piece sets of glass and gemstone dice, a new council of 11 vaults to hold them. You've probably always seen the luxurious video on their site, but trust me when I say, the only downside of checking out their campaign is the overwhelming need to buy it all. Black Dice Society, the official wizard stream DM'd by B. Dave Walters, with an amazing cast, hit a milestone this week. Their Patreon support hit a level that unlocked an additional bonus episode. The show has become hugely popular, so congratulations to them. If you're not familiar with the Black Dice Society, it airs at 4pm Pacific, 7pm Easters on Thursdays on the D&D Twitch, right before Critical Role. Consider giving them a follow, but be warned, the Domains of Dread are not for the faint of heart. My guest this week is the incredible Fenway Jones. You know her as Fenway the Teen DM on Twitter and founder of Jasper's Game Day, the charitable RPG juggernaut. Jasper's is on pace to more than double their fundraising total for me last year, and Game Week, which is their flagship event, isn't even finished yet. Fenway stopped by to chat Game Week and what's ahead for Jasper's. I hope you enjoy. Thanks, Fenway, for, for joining me again on the Cockdive podcast. I know you're busy, so I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries. It's a, it's my pleasure to be here. We were talking before we started recording that you only got four hours of sleep last night. Hopefully, uh, over the next few days, you can sort of take that back a little bit so you're, you're fresh for all your games, but I know that's probably going to be hard. Okay, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, uh, it's a big week for you. Jasper's Game Week started on Friday over on the D&D Beyond channel. Uh, it's going to continue on the Mini Terrain Domain channel. You're going to do some stuff on Ardent Roleplay. You're going to run at points during this week, 24 hours of role-playing games, raising money for suicide prevention and awareness. It seems insane to me, but uh, it, it is happening. I can assure everybody who's listening. And it, But Game Week has gotten bigger and bigger every year. I know last year was a phenomenal, phenomenal success, and already you're breaking your fundraising records for this year. So I'm really curious about the behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. when do you start planning for an event of this size? And, and how do you keep track of everything that's going on when there's so much to do and so much going on right now? 
Sure. Uh, well, my first comment on that is so many spreadsheets, so many spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but uh, we started planning this back in October of 2020. Um, so it's been in the works for um, somewhere around seven months, mm. uh, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and you know, it takes a lot of a lot of planning to be able to pull off the event of this size and <laughs> make sure it uh, is successful. Um, but uh, like I said, a lot of spreadsheets, keeping track of all of the information that's coming in um, and, and making sure that all of the people are communicated with and, and mm -hmm. we have what we need. Yeah, uh, it was described to me as, and the, the stuff that I've run is so much smaller than the stuff you've run, is that it, you're the chief cat herder in some ways. Is that everybody's sort of going <laughs> in one direction and you need to have seven of you keeping everybody at the door. No, don't play with that. Uh, yeah, exactly what it, what it is. Cat herding um, is is exactly what it is. <laughs> When you're when you're developing an event of this size and scale with so many different people involved, coordinating schedules and keeping people on the same page, what do you think are the most important elements? Like, what do you as one of the organizers really need to focus on to make sure that events like this are a success? Um, well, like I, I often say, uh, communication is the most important factor in right. in this, uh, making sure that you're talking to the DMs quite often uh, and, and the players and all of the volunteers, the tech, production, IT people, all that sort of stuff. Like there's a lot going on. And so you mm -hmm. need to make sure you're communicating with them um, to know what they're doing, what they've already done, that they know what they're supposed to be doing, those sorts of things. Yeah, so you don't end up with uh, stuff in the wrong place and people in the wrong spot saying, why am I not at my game? Your game started two hours ago. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. What's been the most, obviously there's, there's so much uh, that you've been doing and it's already been so successful so far because um, we're recording this on a Sunday and we're publishing on a Tuesday. Uh, but what did you say the, um, you've already raised how much uh, in just, just a few days and all the stuff you've done so far for game week? Um, so all so far for game week has been just around $50,000. Um the uh, past two days, uh, so Friday, Saturday on DD Beyond, mm -hmm. we've raised just over twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that's it's such an incredible, it's such an incredible total, and we're gonna talk talk more about fundraising a little later. I just wanted to to, to mention that because it's been so successful already so far. But what's been the most challenging thing in developing Game Week twenty twenty? Um, probably just like you said, the, the hurting the cats, um, because there's just, you have to keep track of everyone's schedule. Um, you know, uh, there's, because of the size that it is, there has to be so many people involved and you just have to figure out so many different schedules and how to incorporate them into the game week. And there's so many people you want involved. And so you try and get them in games and you know yep. figure out scheduling things that's probably the biggest um you know issue that we run into 
Of course. And hopefully, like you have so many incredible people working with you uh, below you to keep things organized and the people working with the ambassadors and people working with the sponsors and people working with the producers. Um, but hopefully you're not like me and you have trouble letting go for all of that stuff. It's like, no, I want to I want to do this, but there's only so much time in the day. Uh, I definitely like that. Um, I, <laughs> I have a very hard time letting go of things, um, but it's been good because I um, the people who I work with, I trust very much. And so, um, you know, that's important. And so it's been easier for me to let go of the things um, that uh, are going on. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Easier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important part. Most important part of that sentence. And yeah, having people having people you trust to work with you is, is obviously important and, and you've got a good group around you. So um, has anything come as a surprise to you as you've developed Game Week 2021? Anything you didn't expect that happened or something you expected to happen that didn't? Um. No, um, not really. Um, there haven't been a ton of surprises just because we've prepared for so many different outcomes. Yeah. Um, and so that's what part of the planning was, was preparing for the, the, the different outcomes of, you know, um, we don't have sponsors for all of our games. So we run the, the partner logos and just make them a little bit bigger than they usually would be. And, you know, so there's just different, different uh, things that we've put in place for the different outcomes. Right. And you've got an incredible, an incredible group of sponsors again this year, even more than last year. I keep, I keep saying that because it's grown uh, so, so much. Um, and of course you have the same list of partners that you've been working with. Do you want to talk a little bit about the way that you've engaged the sponsors, the way that you've engaged with the partners and just how you've developed such an excellent group of people you can rely on for that type of uh, sponsorship and work? Yeah, uh, so our partnership, there's a, we do two different um, uh, things that we do. So we have the partnerships and then we have the sponsorships. Sponsorships right. are by event. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and then uh, partnerships are for the year. Um, and so the, the partnerships, um, we run their logo on all of our events. And they, it's a, like a, a slideshow of the different logos. Right, right. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so I sorry. No, okay. <laughs> um, and then the sponsorship, if they sponsor a game, they get their logo on that game only, but it's mm -hmm. there the entire time. Right. Um, and each has a different like money value to it and it can be donated in product or in cash or a mix of the two. And we work with the people um, for the sponsorships and partnerships um, just to make sure that they're, um, they have what they need and, and the partnerships go, uh, the partners go on the website and um, on our shirt and those sorts of things. Yeah, and you've got yeah, you've got some incredible incredible partners. I know you're working with our friends from Talent and Claw and Beetle and Graham and and uh, all sorts of amazing sponsors who gathered. Who really, it's a lot of credit to you because you know you started Jasper's Game Day and you're such a big part of 
what makes Jasper's game day special. So it's like all of these people want to work with you. And yeah, I think it's really incredible. Thank you very much. Um, so um, you've engaged dozens and dozens of professional D&D players and influencers and dungeon masters. You developed a community that I think it's fair to say has numbered in the thousands. Um, Jasper's Game Week is going to be bigger than ever, as we've talked about. You've already raised $50,000. Um, when you first started thinking about Jasper's Game Day, I think it was five years ago I read, so the idea of, of running a week-long event, what were your honest expectations for it? Did you ever think it was going to become what it is? Uh, no. So Jasper's Game Day started as a one-time one -time thing, and so did Jasper's Game Week. Um, and so it wasn't originally going to be a more than one week um, thing and actually uh, MTD Jake started it uh, came up with the idea um, to do just a 24-hour stream mm -hmm. and Jasper's kind of took a hold of it and turned it into a five-day long thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah leave it leave, leave it leave it to Jake to, to come up with a, a great idea and then uh, it's like oh now we're doing five days okay well here we go <laughs> We were talking, uh, I was talking to him a little bit about how uh, obviously Mini Terrain Domain is running five, five days of games, uh, but he's got, he's got help this year. Last year he did it, he did it all by himself because he is, he is not human in so many ways. Um, but I, I, I've been joking with him that um, you've obviously seen his pandemic beard, um, which <laughs> in my view is a legendary magic item that only drops when a party fights two Tarasks. And since there's only one Tarask, just never it never drops he's he's made of magic that guy <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um so um you're obviously um a big draw in in people want to watch you play and and dm um you obviously dm'd an amazing game um with they got derailed i'm so they got derailed <laughs> so many times uh over on the talent and claw during uh talent and claw twitchcon 2021 um have you are you getting a chance to play with anyone uh, during this game week that you haven't played with before um yeah so i dm'd a game on friday and it was i i had played with a couple of the people before but there was mm -hmm. one new person um her name is stephanie michelle and she is uh kind of newer to D D, but um is is not new to the ttrpg space and um that game was a lot of fun um and then i played a game over uh, also on saturday um with satine who obviously i've played with before but i hadn't yeah. played with uh jameson uh, her husband before so that was a lot of fun i've getting to play with lisa penrose um margaret mm -hmm. crone um lots of lots of different people um that's amazing this yeah. year <laughs> yeah i know that's that, that's great and, and uh so uh, okay i'm gonna ask you a really hard question now <laughs> i know okay. it's probably it's probably hard to pick but of the games that have already run in the last two days for jasper's game day game week which has been your favorite and why oh that is a very hard question um well, there, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all of them for different reasons. Um, mine, because I love DMing and I just had a great group and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, 
sateens because my character, I was a fairy and I, um, you know, I had the bag of beans and we were fighting a, a, a big, <laughs> a big creature. And she gave me the bag of beans and said, you don't have to wait a minute for them to grow. You can okay. just throw them and they grow. I was like, amazing, fantastic. So I threw one in this creature's mouth during the game. Yeah. And it got the pyramid with the, <laughs> with the mummy. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, let's do it again. And I threw another bean in the mummy's mouth and it was the giant beanstalk. Oh. <laughs> so, um, and we were playing in her, in her city uh, that she's, she's working on for the bard book um it's called silvata and uh it's it's these giant districts um so i i may or may not have partially destroyed one of the districts in the game (laughs) hopefully hopefully it's not canon and the book can come out unedited (laughs) hopefully hopefully not (laughs) Um, so i want to yeah go ahead go ahead no, that was that was it. <laughs> okay, I want to segue because we talked a little bit about um, the game that you ran for Talon and Claw, and um, talking about how you threw a bean into the creature's mouth, probably completely derailing her plan for oh, um, for the game. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of conversations about um, Ali's butt in the game, and it's just there's a lot of laughter. And um, how do you handle a game that goes off the rails like that with her people who just won't? Won't, like won't do what you want them to do <laughs> um well i just I'm, I'm i mean i just go with it um if that's where people want to have their fun then i'm totally okay with it um i will make sure that the story is still like you know put into the different places but if they want to spend more time in one place i'll just put some of the information from a different section into that into that uh, section right so it's just about being being flexible and making sure that you're catering to how they want to play as opposed to forcing <laughs> them down the road that you want to uh yeah I, absolutely i i still think there was probably more laughter in that game i mean we ran all weekend but there's more laughter in that one game than the whole weekend otherwise because it was just it was just uh, the game went so far off the rails that you couldn't even see the rails anymore <laughs> yeah it was more like we were in the woods rather than on the rails <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my goodness no it was it was it was a lot of fun and it has probably one of my favorite um dnd lines uh that i've ever heard about um ali referring to her butt as a magic a legendary magic item so never <laughs> never I watched that clip once in a while. She sent it to her friends who don't play D and D. It's great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so okay, now I'm going to ask you another hard question. Okay. Um, so obviously, um, my podcast comes out on Tuesday, so this will be published on Tuesday. Um, now, of the games that are running from Tuesday onward, either on Ardent or Mini Terrain Domain, mm-hmm. can you pick one or two that you're really looking forward to, and why? Sure. Um, so we actually are going to have more games um, past Mini Terrain Domain. So uh, yeah. the, the Jasper's Game Week actually goes until May 11th. Um, okay. <laughs> so so it's, like, it's like Jasper's Game Fortnite. Yes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been joking around with my board of directors and 
I'm calling it Jasper's Game 10 Day um, <laughs> like <it>. yep. <laughs> instead of just Jasper's Game Day. Um, but uh, so I think I'm really excited. One game that I'm really excited for is um, the one being run by David Blue. Um, okay, yep. <clears throat> it's going to be on his channel. And um, there are players, uh, Christina Ochoa, uh, Todd Stashwick, Critical Bard, and uh, Anthony Rapp. And they're playing another game in Silvata. Um, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm excited for that game. Um, maybe to see if, if my game became, became canon or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's just a really great group. Um, and uh, Todd and Anthony Rapp have already been in a game. Um, and uh, they're just amazing supporters of of uh, Jasper's Game Week and Jasper's Game Day in general. And then I'm also really looking forward to, well, I'm looking forward to all of them, if I'm being quite honest. But yeah. um, one game that I'm playing is being run by Ron Ogden from the, the Dungeon Run. Okay, and yeah. I'm playing with a bunch of, of people from the Dungeon Run community. And... Um, it's going to be a lot of chaos and a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, as, as as we've talked about, the chaos is half the fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know that even after Jasper's game, Fortnite ends. Um, you've got you're, you're planning something at the end of it, right? Something big that that um, everybody's able to participate in. What? Could you share a little bit about that and, and what you have planned and how it's going to work? Absolutely. So there are a couple of things going on. Um, the first is what we're calling Paizo Organized Play Convention. Mm -hmm. And so we are running a, 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 some Pathfinder and Starfinder organized play games through one of our discords. And um, anybody can participate in that. And then we also are partnering with uh, the virtual D&D weekend that Baldman Games runs. And so, yes, uh, we are partnering with them and um, we'll be running a adventure from the new Van Richten's book. Um, and we're also working with Start Playing Games and all throughout uh, the, the Jasper's Game Week, people can go on to Start Playing Games and um, run a game for Jasper's game day. That's amazing. I think yeah, part of part of why um, Jasper's, I mean, obviously there's a lot of reasons why it's become successful, but one of the reasons that I think um, it's become so successful is that you've done such a good job of bringing people in from the community and engaging them in sort of the process, right? You have the auctions that people uh, people who are fortunate enough to be able to bid on them, but you also do the raffles that allow people who can only afford to buy a $10 ticket for a chance to play in these games can participate. And, and now with this convention, it's more people who can sort of feed into the community who may not be quite as engaged and, and participate. So I think you've done a really good job of that and, and bringing people in and sort of you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that we started doing the raffles. Uh, the very first um, Jasper's Game Week, we didn't do raffles um, because uh, it wasn't, you know, as much of a money maker. And that's kind of where um, that's what we're based on as being a fundraising organization, right? Yeah. But also, we, we realized that. Um, it's important to be able to include all of the members of the community rather than just, 
you know, the ones who were fortunate enough to be able to bid on the seat. And so that's why we started doing the raffles and, and um, why we wanted to do the convention this year is because I, we, we know that a lot of people don't necessarily like to watch D&D games and would rather play in them or play in Pathfinder and Starfinder games. And so um, that was kind of our goal there. Yeah, no, and I, I think it's a really good way to bring people into the community. So, um, okay. I know that game week is only part of what you plan for the year, but I think it needs to be said that in quarter one, Jasper's already raised $75,000, which is three quarters of your entire total from 2020. And that's incredible. Um, now, I know it might be hard to look ahead for you, um, beyond because you're in the middle of game week is really just starting game fortnight sorry <laughs> um and he, what what does the rest of the year look like for jaspers what do you have can you share anything that you have planned uh, for the rest of the year even if it's only generalities sure so we're looking at um Right now, for we'll, we'll be taking a break from doing like uh, official Jasper's Game Day events rather than so we'll have like ambassador events and those sorts right, of, of things. Yeah. But um, we're taking a, a little bit of a break <laughs> after game week, um, and then we will be back to doing um, conventions, live conventions, as soon as probably October. Um, but uh, we're looking at maybe possibly doing something like an August or September um, smaller event and, you know, just being able to engage the community again. Um, but nothing's really set in stone for that uh, as we've been focusing on game week. Yeah, of course, of course, you're not, uh, you don't want to count count them chickens before they're hatched for sure. But I, it, yeah, a lot of people are saying that October is is sort of the goal for in-person conventions. I mean, a few friends of mine were planning on going to GameholeCon at the end of October. So hoping that, uh, assuming the border's open, which is I don't have control over, but I will hopefully uh, have both my vaccinations by then and sort of so everybody else. So hoping beyond hope mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 planning on. We actually are going to have a uh, a vendor table at uh, Game Holcon, and so uh, for Jasper's, and um, so we're planning on going to that. Um, my family and I have the first first dose of the vaccine, um, so. We're on our way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw somebody, uh, somebody we deal with quite a lot. Um, uh, 88 Riddles has a new shirt mm -hmm. uh, that that is it's, there's like a needle on it. And it says plus one con. It's 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 really cute. <laughs> okay, so there's upwards of 100 hours of D and D content now that I know that it's a fortnight or a ten day instead of just a, a week. Probably <laughs> even more than that. I tried to do some rough math in my head. Um, you've got incredible players participating, uh, celebrities, members of the community participating in chat, hundreds of people watching at a time. If you could only communicate one thing about game week to people who may not be familiar with it or familiar with the goal of Jaspers, what, what do you think it would be? Um, so there are obviously a lot of things that we, we don't want, that we, that we want to communicate to everyone. But one of the, the main important things that we want to communicate is how important the community connection is. 
you're not alone. You're not a critical failure. Um, you know, if you need help, reach out. We can get you to the places that that know what help you need. Like, um, and you know, fundraising is is extremely important. But without the community, we wouldn't be able to do things like fundraising. And so, you know, just to check on each other, to make sure that each other's okay, you know, those sorts of things. And I think that's even more important now because depending on where you live and who you're with, it might be very isolating for people. Mm -hmm. um, so that idea of communicating with people you haven't talked to in a while, and I know it's sort of hard for everyone, but we need to do a little bit more to make sure that we're all going to get through this okay, because COVID is one thing, but depression is is something that doesn't go away. And it's it's okay, as, as Jake says, it's okay not to be okay. And if you need help, we can, we can mm -hmm. try and get you the help that you need. Absolutely, yeah. That's, <clears throat> that's one of the important sayings that we use. Yeah. Um, it, it, so the before we before we sign off, I did want to tell you one thing. So we were actually doing a Sea of Thieves stream, and of course, as Talon and Claw, we're proud to be ambassadors for Jasper's Game Day, and so the logo is always there. And during our streams, we have the uh, I don't I can't describe it exactly, but it's the text. If you need help, um, mm -hmm. here's where you go. It's you know every 15 minutes, every 20 minutes, whatever whatever it's set at. And we did have somebody actually came into the chat. Who was talking about how he, they were having a rough day and it was difficult and you know they needed help and they saw the logo and they saw the information that we provided and they availed themselves of it so even if you're only helping one person even if it's mm -hmm. only one person it's it's all of the effort all of the all of the challenges all of the work is worth it so i just wanted to communicate to that to you because it is it does work um and it is helping people in a very real way so yeah thank you for sharing that with me all right fenway thank you so much for joining me again i really appreciate it good luck with the rest of game week and i'm sure i will see you at some point in the chat <laughs> perfect that sounds great thank you so much for having me always take care you too That's our show this week. Thanks for listening. If you're hearing this, you've made it to the end. There's not much more. Just a shameless plea to subscribe if you haven't already and follow us on socials at fortnerd.com. That's at fortnerd, D-O-T-C-O-M. No big whoop if not. I mean, no big whoop assuming you're okay with me crying like a baby. It's always good having you. And remember, if the die is cocked, it doesn't count. I look forward to chatting with you again next week.